Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you are listening, you guys. What the fuck is going on in the world? What's going on? What is going on? We are going to talk about that in this episode. I've seen a lot of things happening since the start of February, and I'm like shook. I'm so shook. I thought artificial intelligence was like my biggest fear at the time. But now it's nuclear war. It's China and Russia on U.S. borders. You know, shit has gotten really, really real in the last 48 hours, I would say. Uh, In the last 48 hours, we had another earthquake hit Turkey and Syria. Another one, you guys. They are still doing rescue missions and, and... you know, rubble cleanup from the first earthquake that hit earlier this month. The death toll is approaching. I believe it's over 40,000 at this point. Um, That is that's a lot of people just gone. And there are hundreds of thousands still missing. So my heart goes out to everyone in Syria, in Turkey, everyone who has family in Syria and Turkey, everyone who's lost someone, and everyone who still can't find someone. Um, You know, may God be with you. Uh, My heart also goes out to everyone that has been and will be impacted by the Ohio train derailment that happened about a week ago. And y'all, ever since that derailment, it's been accident after accident after accident after accident after accident. Um, and they're all at various uh, plants and they're all at uh, warehouses that carry toxic chemicals or, you know, very harsh material. And they all just so happen to be near farmland and to be near fresh water. Um, for those of us who've never experienced war before, um, aka most Americans, this is how war starts. You know, th- your supply chain, um, in our case, our railroads is how we get supplies, right? They're being attacked. But the question is, who, who, who is orchestrating this? Who's doing this? And, you know, our government in America is so shady that us citizens, we're looking at them more than we're looking at, you know, Russia or China. We're just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because a lot of things around that derailment are just not adding up. And um, I want to get into that a little later. But while all of this is taking place, all of these disasters around the world, there is a trial going on where the former Twitter executives are answering to Congress about why the fuck 
they were censoring information about COVID-19, why the fuck they were having disinformation campaigns directed by the FBI to discredit Hunter Biden's laptop right before the 2020 election. You know, these these Twitter executives are being held accountable in front of everyone on live television, even live streaming on like YouTube and stuff. No one knows about it. No one's paying attention. I have gone into these live sessions with Congress and the former Twitter executives. I have seen them answer tough questions. I've seen them attempt to answer tough questions. And it's really telling how manipulated we all were, how censored we all were. And it wasn't just journalists and politicians, it was individual people giving out real advice, giving out real warnings, giving out real news, saying, hey, you know, like, there's a virus in China, it might be on your way, you know, and, and there's all of this. Do you, I want you to go back in time and remember how the internet was during the first three months of 2020. Now, I want you to go back and realize that all of that was manipulated by the Twitter executives, by the left-wing media, and by the Federal Bureau of Investigations, the FBI, and the CIA. It's, 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 it's absolutely insane. And the alleged information that's on Hunter Biden's laptop is not just him smoking crack and fucking whores. That's not the damning evidence on that laptop. It's emails back and forth with clients of his in China that were allegedly doing million dollar deals. And fast forward, we have a, a spy balloon a Chinese spy balloon that he, sh- that Hunter, I mean, that President Biden ordered to shoot down because he's so fucking tough. That's our enemy's ally. You're just going to shoot it down so publicly. Like, hey, America, look, China's spying on us. They're already spying on us through our phones, through this app called TikTok. I've been on TikTok. I know me, right? I put down my pride and I was like, let me just get on TikTok. Maybe I'll blow up on TikTok. I have been so addicted to TikTok that I don't even care what information they're looking at. You know, and and that's part of the, the bigger issue of what's going on. Uh, While all this is happening as well, we have Jeffrey Epstein's alleged blacklist of clients released. And let me tell you, I'm not surprised of who is on that list. I've seen that list. Lady Gaga's on that list. Beyonce's on that list. Jay-Z's on that list. Eminem's on that list. Katy Perry is on that list. Um, I think that list is real. I think that list is 100% real. And, um, you know, we are, we are in such a weird time. And I'm not the only one who feels like something is just off. And it's not just America. It's the entire world. And I know because of TikTok. <laughs> in a time 
where you trust TikTok more than any other app, like, we should be really scared. Um, The veil between the spiritual world and our physical reality is for sure lifted. I feel like all of the evil stuff that has been going on behind the scenes and continuing to go on is no longer being hidden to the regular person. You no longer have to be hip onto the occult or or to religion to, to get a clue of what's going on. There is evil afoot in the world. There is. It is my belief, you guys, it's my radical belief that the United States is under attack. And nobody is paying attention. Nobody. COVID taught me that people will ignore the facts until it's right in their face. And even when the facts are staring at them in the face, they will choose to ignore it. We were given clear, like, instructions. We were, you know, based on the information we knew at the time, it was stay home for 14 days. None of us wanted to do that. It was all about you can't tell me what to do. Government can't tell me what to do. The, 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 the virus spread, and then all of a sudden they had their ammo to tell us, to not go to work, but you can't tell us to not go to work, we'll lose our jobs. And then all of a sudden, all the Americans of the working class are taking home two monitors and a desktop and a headset and have to get high speed internet, you know, and have to have to put their office in their room. It's just like, I, I believe, you know, COVID was a test to see how people would comply to you know, unforeseen circumstances. And I, and I really truly believe that COVID was a, was, was a test run to see how we're going to react to being told what to do. Because what's coming, you guys, what's coming to America, I don't know exactly, but it's not something good. It's not something good. Um, the chess pieces have, are moving in, in a direction in this proxy war with Ukraine, it's, it's moving in a direction that's not good for, for anybody. Um, yesterday or today earlier in Russia, uh, or, you know, early in the morning in the U.S., while it was midday in Russia, it marked the year anniversary of the beginning of the war with Ukraine. And I watched Putin's speech um, I listened to the English translation and, you know, he really called out the United States. He called us out for our sexual immorality, um, our perversion of God, our um, destruction of, you know, our, our national identity. He was really ripping us a new asshole. And, and, I agreed with everything he was saying about the criticism of our country and what we have become. I don't agree with attacking us. I certainly don't agree with him suspending the nuclear treaty 
which was an agreement not to use nuclear weapons. But now that that treaty is suspended, all bets are off. What Putin did was he drew a line in the sand and said, all right, I'm suspending this nuclear treaty. You guys have crossed the fucking line. Keep going. Now that I don't have this nuclear treaty, I might use it. And I, honestly, guys, I think it's being done. You got to remember, Putin was a was a spy. He was a KGB. Like he was a like he was a he was a he was an assassin. Like he was a he's a killer. He kills his own generals. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but like you know, all of a sudden, like their top military advisors are just falling out of their like apartment balconies. Who just falls out of their balcony and you are serving Putin? The day before Putin addressed his nation of Russia, Biden decided to take a plane ride to Kiev, Ukraine. And talk to fucking Zelensky. Let me... I fucking can't stand Zelensky. I can't stand Zelensky because he gets in front of his webcam in a fucking t-shirt and some sweatpants and he asks us for hundreds of billions of dollars and we just give it to him. We just fucking give it to him. We found out earlier that a bunch of that money came from a big-ass cryptocurrency scam that's currently going under the the motions of trials. You guys remember Sam Bankman-Fried and all that whole t- cryptocurrency scandal in December and how they were all fucking on an island on amphetamines and all this shit. Well, he was one of the main donors to the Democratic Party and that money was going to Ukraine, getting funneled to Ukraine. And now that that's out, and it's tax season for America, we're the main ones footing the bill for these weapons, for, and like, are they, what's, are they even like hitting the target? Because these bullets are like $10,000 a bullet. These tanks with with like, the ammo for the tanks, they're like hundreds of thousands of dollars. The missile we used to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon was $400,000. Just boom, just gone. And they hit their target. There's no telling what this untrained Ukraine army, like, are you hitting your targets with with this expensive equipment? I haven't seen one Ukraine get online and say thank you to the American people. None of it. None of it. I've seen no appreciation. I've seen more, like, I've seen a lot of rumors that Ukrainians are Nazis. Like, I want to know if that's true. I don't want my money going to Nazis. And what I find really funny is that it took 12 months and $100 billion for all the left-wing supporters to be like, wait, more money to Ukraine? How much more money? Like, what if I told you that Zelensky absolutely refused any peace agreements from Putin? He said, absolutely not. And Biden is telling Zelensky, we will give you money as long as it takes for you to win this war.
It's funny to me. It's just really funny. And I think Zelensky, as a leader of a country, he's really gassed up right now that he's got America behind him. But let me tell you something, Zelensky. If you didn't have the enemy you had, we wouldn't be helping you. We wouldn't be helping you. You have something we want, and that is, you know, like... You know, to be able to stick it to Russia, you, you know, you're on you're on wanted Russian territory. And this is our perfect excuse to get into a war with you guys, with Russia. It's not about helping Ukraine. It was never about helping Ukraine. Nobody in America knew you were on the map a year ago. So don't think that all this money and support from America is legitimate. You're being used. Anyways. I was really pissed to find out that we are not only paying for the weapons, but now we're paying for the salaries of all Ukrainian citizens. And not only their salaries, we're paying for their pensions and retirements of those who were on retirement. My question is, why didn't you set aside $5 billion? 10 billion, 15 billion dollars from the 100 billion dollars we gave you in the past year. Why didn't you set any of that aside to keep paying your people? Which is just absolutely insane to me. Absolutely insane. You know what I've seen? I've seen Zelensky and his fucking wife on the cover of Vogue. That's what I've seen. I've seen them at award shows in America. I've seen them you know, it, it, it's funny. It's like when they, it's funny to me that they can get dressed up for a Vogue cover shoot, but they can't get dressed up when they're asking the American people for billions of dollars every three weeks. It's insulting. It's really, really insulting. It's insulting. Whenever American ambassadors go to China, go to, you know, Middle Eastern countries and they want to talk peace and they want to talk money and they want to talk um, you know, letting go of certain sanctions. We, we want a deal. We want something from them. We show up. We shake their hand. You know, we bow. We don't look them in the eye depending on what culture they're from. You know, we come with respect. And I expect that from any anybody who's asking the United States for some money, for some military aid. I expect you to show up proper, with some clean clothes and a collar shirt and a blazer. Like you're a le- you're a leader of a country at war. Act like it. And I'll tell you what, I have not seen one photo of this man on a battlefield at all. It's just embarrassing. It's just really really fucking embarrassing. I want to talk about The censorship of Twitter right now. We all know that Elon Musk bought it. And it's been like shitty ever since. But one thing I noticed that earlier this week, there was a, there were two new fires, mysterious fires. One was at a metal factory in Michigan. And another one was in Kissimmee, Florida. And then one was another of pl- another factory in Chicago. None of those were trending at all. Like not even on the list. You know, you know what's been trending? Krishan, Blueface, 
has been trending. Um, like, there is, like, a new version of Bad Girls Club called Baddies. Like, that's trending right now. Beyonce will trend here and there. I mean, it's really, it's really funny that when the celebrities aren't doing stupid shit, the media has to make up shit like UFOs. Then right after the UFO, oh, mass shooting in Michigan. Like, I'm really starting to question a lot of this shit. I really, really am. And I don't trust Elon. If he is the richest man in the world, why the fuck is he trying to be so cool? Why is he trying to be cool with all the, like Joe Rogan and 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 making mean jokes on Twitter and all this stupid shit? Did you know that he had one of his engineers blow up one of his tweets just because President Biden's tweet was going more viral than his? He's weird. His dad is a pedophile. No one talks about that. You think one of the richest guys in the world didn't know Epstein? That's weird. He has a trans daughter he refuses to recognize. That's funny. I don't trust this guy. I don't trust this guy because with... Everything important going on in the world and with Twitter being like one of the main sources of information for people. And he knows that. And that's part of the reason why he bought it. And the fact that the Twitter trial isn't trending every time it's on. The fact that Epstein's list is information is being suppressed. The fact that he's still having all these bots run rampant on his site. That tells me everything I need to know that. Not only does every billionaire own part of the media, but but that whoever controls the media controls the narrative. Whether we want to think it or not, Elon is just as bad as Bill Gates, just as bad as Epstein, just as bad as they're all bad. I feel like if you have a net worth over a billion dollars, you have done a lot of dirt to fucking get there. I'm sorry. Like, I, I just don't. I don't trust it. I, and, and it's really telling that I have to literally go on TikTok to confirm someone else's post. Like, oh, is there really like a fire go- going on right now? Another one? Like, this is the sixth one since the train derailment. I'll go try to look it up on YouTube. I mean, Twitter, nothing. YouTube, nothing. I don't have Facebook. Couldn't even trust that. Just nothing. Nothing. You know, Putin's address on the nation and suspending the nuclear treaty. It's like nothing, nothing was talked about. Nothing, nothing on Twitter, just nothing. So I just feel it and I can see it happening that Twitter is being censored. And who owns it? Elon. And he's the only one to blame. He fired the whole board. He fired the executives. He fired almost the whole company. Just him, like a group of like engineers and that's it. I feel this immense tension in the air when I wake up, when I drive to work, and it's been happening all month, and it's been happening even more since the train derailments. Um, 
I feel like at any moment I'm expecting to hear a loud boom. I'm expecting to hear cracks through the sky from like a jet or like a missile. Like I'm expecting to see something in the sky that's really bright. I'm expecting to see a lot of chaos, you know, um, even on TikTok, like there's certain types of videos that have to do with like doomsday prepping that's being banned and all that. And like, I don't know about you, but a lot of people's for you page on their TikTok is about World War Three, the end of the world, all types of shit. You know, this is the apocalypse. And like, you know, we've been through so much as the world the past three years. It's like we don't know which way is up anymore. We're all scared and we're all distracted. And that is a bad combination for us because, you know, through 2020, I think we've shown the leaders of the world that they can really do anything as long as they keep us distracted inside. So um, I don't know about you, but like even being armed with all this information and all that, I really want to tell my neighbor, I really want to tell my mom, I really want to tell my aunt and all that. But I can see in their face, in their tone of voice, in the way they respond to what I'm saying, that they're not really listening. And even if they heard me, they don't want to know the truth. It's about to get really bad here. It's about to get really, really bad. And what frustrates me about my fellow Americans is that we have all of this rage when a black man gets killed by a cop. We have all this rage for climate change. We have all this rage for when someone tells us that 10 years ago they were raped by someone who is now big and successful and looks like a good guy and all that. We will march, we will hashtag, we will influence policy. Oh, if you call someone the wrong pronoun or if you play Hogwarts, like we will come after you. But when it comes to us and how we're being treated by our own government, we just take it in the ass. We bend over, we put lube on for them. Like we re- like we spit on it. We really take it in the ass from our own government. And I really want to go to my fellow Americans and just be like, "When is enough enough? Eggs are $10 a dozen. We're about to have acid rain and our car insurance doesn't cover acid rain. We're paying other people's pensions and our minimum wage is still the same as it was 15 years ago. When are we gonna wake up and just make the government work for us when when shit what really sucks about being like a an unrich you know average American you know which is basically 99% of us. We are truly the last ones to know when something is going down. We won't know until it's too late. Like, if any of us, hypothetically, if there is an attack on U.S. soil and those of us who survive long enough to figure out what happened, 
we would find out almost immediately that our own government sold us out. You know, we we like to boast about our country and all this, but deep down, a lot of us know that if we don't have enough money or if we're not the right color or if we don't know the right people or if we're not the right religion, we're disposable. We are disposable. And before I go, I want to leave you with this haunting realization. Ever since last year, diesel trucks have been contracted to make freight deliveries underground. And what's underground? These nuclear bunkers. I've always heard rumors that there are bunkers out there. And even like a couple years ago, I watched a video of... um, like tours of underground bunkers in the event of a nuclear war. And if you could afford it, you could have your own bunker. And these bunkers are like $13 million, $100 million. And there are bunker condos and they have pools, they have jacuzzis, they have, they have, um, um, artificial beaches, they have bars, they have stockpiles of food and medicine and, aid and they have hospitals and they have movie theaters they have they have running water they have all kinds of stuff they have all kinds of stuff and it's been loading up all last year with diesel trucks i've i've seen it i've seen these drivers like look where i'm going in the cave and like it's about to get fucking real y'all and like you know, I um I'm not prepared to get blasted. I'm not. I don't have a bunker. You know, I'm not about to you know, grab a gun and start fighting, you know what I mean? And I'm not about to give up and like go and allow myself to be taken. So I'm really preparing myself for the worst. You know, I'm getting right with my behavior getting right with the Lord, you know, I'm getting right with my spirituality and I'm just literally sitting and waiting for the next headline, whatever that may be, another attack, another train derailment, another balloon, a UFO, an alien. It's anything at this point. It's literally anything. I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. (sighs) So... You know, this was a big come together episode like, hey, ah, this is going on and it doesn't feel good. And I want you to know that I'm like here with you, you know, this has been a mini update on what the fuck's going on, a check in episode, you know, you know, let's lean on each other you know, be there for one another. This is a very hard time. This is a very trying time. And we're still expected to get up and go to work every day and act like nothing is about to hit the fan. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Thank you for listening to the Manic Candace podcast. Share this episode or any other episode with your friend. I appreciate it. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.